Good morning and welcome to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape and we're joined this morning by the Ripley County Health Officer, Dr. David Welsh. How are you, Dr. Welsh? I'm doing fine, thank you. And how are you this morning? Oh, fantastic and a good weekend. But uh, of course, uh, uh, one problem that uh, we're still dealing with, even though uh, we've had some sense of normalcy, um, of course, uh, crowds at uh, Friday night high school games over the weekend and uh, all the other events around the area. But uh, we're still dealing with the uh, the surge in uh, COVID-19 cases. And um, from your perspective, Dr. Welsh, uh, uh, what have you been seeing out there? Well, there's there's some things that are uh, I'm, I'm th- thankful for and looking um, helpful for. There's some things I'm, I'm concerned about. Let, let's talk about what I'm, I'm happy about. Uh, we're getting gradually more people vaccinated. And, and that's going to be the thing that gets us through this next part of the, the challenge. A year ago, we didn't have a lo- as many tools in our toolbox as we have now. With the vaccines, we know that if we get a certain percentage vaccinated, it'll decrease the spread and also decrease the spread of um, possible variants, even new variants. A year ago, we, we had the treatments that we gave folks when they got the COVID. We asked people to wash their hands, stay home with sick and mask up and not and the socially distance. We still need folks to do that. But this year, we're just short of 50% in the county vaccinated. We need to get a little above 70%. That's taking in consideration that folks who've had COVID do have some immunity. The people who have the best immunity are those that have had the vaccine and previously had had the COVID. So those are the folks in, in the best shape. So if even if folks have had COVID, it's still recommended for them to get the vaccine. And what we're running into this year is variants. So viruses can change on us um, and different variations on a theme, if you will. So um, there, the alpha was the original. Uh, and the one that we're most worried about right now is called the Delta virus. That, that variant was first noticed in India. And as people have gotten out more and traveled more, um, this variant is, is spreading across the country and, and, and across the world. And you, people may ask, well, why is that? Well, we know that if people, in cases where the Delta variant is present, the doubling time is, is worse. So it's, they can double the folks that infected much quickly. And the infectious rate of that variant over the alpha variant is very much uh, higher. And that's why some folks who've had the vaccine can still get it. The good news is in Indiana, if you've been vaccinated, you're less likely to get COVID-19. So in Indiana, of all the positives currently, about 97% are unvaccinated. So that means we, we have a small percentage that do get the COVID after the vaccine but their disease process is not as bad and uh, many times they don't have to be hospitalized compared to the unvaccinated and you asked about where we are at well currently we're experiencing a big uptick in the area not only locally but in the surrounding counties and in the adjacent cities and, and what we're looking at is we're we may have had you know one or two covid cases a month ago in the hospital locally now, depending on which hospital you look at, it could be 8, 12, or even more. And some of those are on ventilators. So we're kind of getting back to where we were a year ago with some of some really serious cases. 
The other thing that's concerning is the average age is going down. So we did a great job when the vaccines came out of our seniors getting vaccinated. And so they got more protection. And our seniors, God love them, they're fantastic. When they're asked to do something, they go out and they do it, and they do it better than anybody. So they went out, they got vaccinated, they stay home if sick, they mask up, they, they wash their hands, all the things that we know helps. And some younger folks um, believe that, well, if I got it, it's not going to be so bad. But we're, we're finding out that's not the case with the Delta virus. So um, we, we need folks to increase their efforts. We had uh, three adjacent counties last week that were red. Uh, this, this week we've got one adjacent county that's red, but the surrounding counties are all orange. And that means it's going up in numbers and um, positivity rate in the in the testing. And in fact, the state has has ramped up some of its testing capability over the last week or so because of that. And then the other thing that's concerning is some of the city hospitals are are filling up, and they're less able to take patients and transfer. So locally, we've got several critical access hospitals in Batesville and in Greensburg. And, and one in Rushville. A critical access hospital has about 25 beds. When things were really bad a year ago, uh, they did ramp up and put in some extra beds. Um, but that's, of course, part of the equation. The other part is you have to have personnel that can take care of those people in the beds. And you have to, to ramp up your, your nurses, your aides, your respiratory therapists, and everybody that helps take care of them. In the city right now, some of the hospitals are having trouble meeting staff needs. Um, just like this past week, there were several days that University of Cincinnati was on diversion because they did not have personnel to take on extra cases. And that's particularly troublesome for where we are at because while we do a great job with a lot of patients, a lot of conditions, there's a number of conditions that are best served in the city. So if you come in with a heart attack, if you come in with a stroke, if, if you come in with a bad accident from working on the farm or the factory or the highway, those people are best treated in a tertiary center like UC, like Christ Hospital. I think everybody in the area is, is familiar with that. Sometimes we even send to, in, to IU or, or St. Vincent's from this location too. When those beds fill up, we have more trouble not only with the COVID patients, but those non-COVID patients who need the tertiary care services to have their best outcomes. So that's what's got me concerned. Even though we, we have the vaccine, we, we know better how to treat the COVID infection than we did a year ago, but now we're seeing this big uptick in numbers. And I just wanna make sure that we get people to kind of get re-motivated to do the things that we know can help to try to ride out this wave. And, of course, you mentioned the uh, the color on the map. Uh, Ripley County for uh, quite a while had been uh, in blue, then eventually went to yellow, and then the next week, uh, this past week, it went into orange um, you know, and joined the uh, surrounding counties. But uh, can you uh, uh, walk us through once again for maybe somebody who may, uh, even a year later, may be confused um, what causes the changes on the uh, county metric maps that the state puts out? So it's a combination of two different um, aspects that they look at. One is what's called the positivity rate. So that's, uh, out of a, say, out of 100 people tested, 
what percentage of those are going to be positive. And currently, we're at 8.97%. And they they look at it over a seven-day period, so it's not just one day. So if you have a really bad one day, they average it out over seven days. Uh, so they take things at a weekly increments. The other metric is called cases per 100,000. So we have about, what, 26, 28,000 people in the county. So they figure out what number of cases do we have this week, and if we had 100,000 people in the county, how many cases would we have? Um, and we were, if you're over um, 200 cases per 100,000, you move to three points. And we were at 328. Um, on the positivity rate, uh, we were we were at, um, like I said, 8.97%. So we got one point from that. They take those two numbers and get the average. So that puts us at two on a, a metric score. That puts us at orange. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a timeout. We'll be back with more with Ripley County Health Officer Dr. David Welsh after this on The Daily Pod. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod, and we are speaking this morning with Ripley County Health Officer Dr. David Welsh. And uh, again, uh, Dr. Welsh, uh, I know that um, when Ripley County moved into the orange category, the uh, the call went out once again to get uh, people vaccinated. And uh, how can people go about doing that if uh, if they're still uh, on the fence or they, they see what's happening and they decide, oh, I, I got to get the shot? We have a lot of ways for them to get vaccinated if they've made that decision they can go through the health department. They can go through the local hospital. Um, there's even a, a contact, and I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me, uh, through the State Department of Health where it can help you find uh, sites. The easiest thing would be call the health department. We've got we've got shots available. We'll be happy to connect you. You can call uh, Margaret Mary Hospital or Decatur County Hospital. They have vaccination clinics. Uh, they'll be more than happy to help you also. And uh, as far as... Uh... Now, some, uh, I mean, do, do you uh, do you take the data a lot of times uh, as far as what's uh, what's happening? And then do you uh, personally make predictions or do you uh, pretty much uh, kind of like react to uh, to what's happening? Well, kind of a combination of both. I, certainly we have to react to what's what's going on. If I get if I get a call from the hospital saying they're full, then I know we need we need to do something. If I see the surrounding counties getting in worse shape, I know it, it can't be far away because we have so many folks interact so so closely across southeast Indiana. We have people who live in one county, work in another, um, go visit uh, people in another. So people are very mobile. And I know if it's hitting uh, Madison, it's not going to be long till it gets to Versailles and, and, and to Batesville. Um, if it's starting in Cincinnati, um, it's going to come up 74. Um, it's going to hit us sooner or later. So I, I actually do do both. And I try to watch what's going on um, across the country, working with my colleagues at the AMA and the American College of Surgeons. So I, I get some hints of what other folks are dealing with, and I try to figure out what can we do 
to avoid what they're experiencing? What can we do to keep the schools open and the kids uh, safe and the kids active and extracurriculars? How can we keep businesses open? I have friends in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, they're, they're, they've stopped elective cases at the university hospital there. They've cut back elective cases where friends that work at Vanderbilt University. Um, I've got friends who in New York uh, who are dealing with, with outbreaks there that are really affecting uh, how they take care of patients for COVID and non-COVID. So I try to react to what's going on locally. I try to watch what's going on in the near vicinity around and say, okay, what can we do to avoid what they're experiencing in these other locations? Last year, we, we were very fortunate. A lot of my colleagues across the country did not have the good, hardworking Hoosiers like we have in Ripley County. They didn't have businesses open. They didn't have schools open. They didn't have extracurricular activities going on. And, and I know last spring when some of them were like, okay, we're going to open up schools. We're going to open up extracurriculars. We want to open up more businesses. Um, see, how can we do it safely? And then they find out we were doing that already in Ripley County. And so they contact me and say, you know, what's the story? What, how, did you, how did you get that pulled off? And I tell them it's because of hardworking Hoosiers. The schools did a fantastic job last year, and I'm looking forward to them doing a great job this year because I know it is the most important thing to have those kids in, in, in class learning, and I really appreciate the importance of extracurricular activities. It helps so much, not only for the, for the students, but for the community. So my goal is how can we keep things safe? How can we ride this latest surge, this latest wave, and keep as many businesses as active as possible to keep as many schools open and functioning um, so that we can show the rest of the state and the rest of the nation how it can be done. And I know folks in Ripley County can do it. We just, we just work together like we've done before, whether it was um, I always think back to the, the tornado that hit Holton and how the community came together. Um, this is a lot more, longer, a longer time to deal with than, we, than was dealt with with the, the Holton tornado, but it's the same, same idea. People coming together and helping people looking after their neighbors, their friends, um, those that, are, that can't do for themselves as well, looking after our seniors. Uh, looking after the pets and, and farm animals. Uh, we're finding out that there's a lot of folks that are affected with that. You know, if somebody comes down with COVID, what happens to their pets at home? Um, those are things that I'm learning from, from other colleagues and how, how they've been dealing with it. But I have confidence in our community. I'm reach, reaching out and working with the schools, the school superintendents. They've been fantastic. Working with the athletic directors so we can keep the extra crickers going. Working with the businesses, the Chamber of Commerce, so like, okay, a lot of these businesses got through the last year and a half. What worked for them before? What helped them keep their, their patrons safe, keep their business going, and keep things on a positive side? And we just, we just need to follow what worked before and get through this latest wave. The best way to curtail this round of variants or our future ones is getting more shots in arms. If we can get to 70, 75% vaccines, you take that plus the natural immunity that some folks have, have gotten, that'll put us in Ripley County in a really good spot. And again, the uh, 
We see that the, um, again, people can uh, get more information on uh, vaccines and uh, just general questions. Again, it's uh, ripleyhealth.com. Also, the health department number is 812-689-5751. And as far as, um, uh, you know, things going on, I mean, with uh, Friday night football uh, the other night starting up, uh, I remember last year uh, having attendance restrictions. I mean, uh, is there the uh, possibility that uh, we could be going down that uh, rabbit hole again? Um, that is a possibility. We're, we're in a little bit better shape with the fall sports because people can spread out. There's, there's a lot of room around that fence, around that field, uh, to watch the game and enjoy it and, and, and space out. When you're going to groups or events, if you can mask up and social distance, especially if you don't know the, the people you're around, that can help. We want to avoid those restrictions. Um, but if things get really bad, that's a possibility. And then people ask, well, you know, if I, there's a lot of recommendations out there to continue to mask up, even if you're vaccinated, around groups that you don't know about. And you ask why? Well, again, you want to curtail things. We know that helps. And then you say, well, why would I get vaccinated if I still have to mask up? Well, the, the other part of that equation is if you masked up and you're vaccinated, that, that improves your, your situation. If you're vaccinated and you inadvertently become a close contact to a positive, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine unless you develop symptoms. And the same thing in schools. If there's somebody in school and they find out they were just exposed to Johnny or S- Sally who's positive, but they were vaccinated. They don't have symptomatics. They don't have symptoms. They just watch for symptoms. They, they mask up for the next, you know, 14 days to make sure that they don't have it. People are vaccinated who've been exposed or asked to get tested at day three to five after that exposure, but they can go on about their business. So that's the good side of, of having the vaccine. So you don't have to, to quarantine. Um, you don't have to uh, worry as much. And you help your community by curtailing the possible spread amongst your friends, classmates, neighbors, and family members. And once again, the uh, the symptoms to uh, look out for. I know that uh, we've had this for uh, well over a year, but it, uh, I'm, it doesn't hurt to reinforce. So uh, the, the, the classics are the cough, the fever, the headache, um, the ones that sometimes people think they've got allergies, but when they lose that taste, it's smell or taste that's a telltale sign there are some gi symptoms that that have been attributed to it the, the bottom line if, if if you have questions contact your health care provider they'll be able to to help you sort through it they'll be able to tell you whether you need to get tested or not they'll be able to help you with questions you might have about the vaccine so this is a really good time to to interact with and make use of the the knowledge that your health care provider has for you all right. So again, the uh, is uh, RipleyHealth.com and the number at the Ripley County Health Department uh, for any questions or um, you know concerns about the vaccine and so forth. Eight one two six eight nine fifty seven fifty one. And finally, uh, Doctor Welsh, uh, anything else that uh, you feel needs to be brought forth today? I, I just I thank you and WRBI for the help that you provide for the community. And I really appreciate the efforts of the citizens of Ripley County and the surrounding counties who got us through the last year and a half. They'll get us through this, too. And let's let's do what we can to get through with some semblance of normalcy. So keeping the kids in schools, keeping the extra going, keeping the businesses going and 
and please support your, your local businesses. Find out, you know, what you can do to interact with them, support them, and but keep them safe and you safe. Um, carry out still really good. It's a good way, but uh, please support our community as best you can, and I appreciate everyone's efforts. All right. Thank you, Dr. Wells, for joining us this morning. We appreciate uh, all the uh, information that you put forth. Thank you so much. Thanks for your hard work. All right. Thank you, sir. And again, our thanks to Dr. David Welsh, the Ripley County Health Officer, for joining us this morning. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.